0: Hello beautiful people. I will be your host Krista Martini and in this podcast I'll be deep diving into what it means to truly have this human experience and how we can quantum leap into our evolution. In Life Alchemy I'll be talking with people that I've learned from and encountered on my journey in the full knowing that if you've landed here there's definitely something in it for you. We talk ritual, healing, energy work, manifesting your dream life, shadow work and a whole lot more. So grab a beverage and get comfy because we're about to begin. Mm. Hey my loves. So I just wanted to come on and do something a little bit different for this episode and pretty much just have a one sided DNM with you guys. I'm feeling like it's important for me to put a little bit of my soul in here, and to be a bit vulnerable with you today. So, I also want to own that this is a bit of an edge for me. It kind of feels like a coming out episode, so bear with me. I just want to take this moment to invite you all to get in touch with me. Send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook. I'd be really honoured to connect with you. And especially if you're finding anything in this podcast really lands or resonates for you. I'd really love to hear about it. And there's also this feature which is in the show notes every week where you can send me a voice message. So if that's something that you'd be into, I can't express enough how much I'd love to hear your voices. So where to begin? I have had a pretty tough past few days, if I'm honest. I've had some really deep heart wounds surface, some old heart wounds to be dealt with, I guess you could say, and So I'm sharing this all with you from a real space of vulnerability and openness. The bulk of this message, of this transmission, was inspired after a call with two of my very, very good friends, Kat and MT. I love you guys if you're listening. we have been kind of disconnected from each other since we last spent time together in Colorado. And so much has happened since that time. I don't think that any one of us realised just how long it had actually been. The past few years for all of us, and actually I'd be pretty confident in saying for the collective, has been pretty hectic, and given the last year or so, even more. I feel like we've all been on our individual journeys of healing and remembering. And I just feel now that it's time for us all to come back together and to share our knowledge and our wisdom and co-create from that space. I also want to voice how fucking excited I am to get to introduce all of you to these two powerhouse babes on the podcast real soon. It will be an absolute honor to share with you their hearts, their life's work, and their their, their soul work. Um, it's just something that definitely needs to happen. So I feel like this is probably a good time to put to you my intention. So I would just like to invite you to close your eyes, if it's safe to do so and take a deep breath. I really just want you to feel the energy of my words here and I want you to know and feel that I'm speaking from my heart to yours. So when I drop in and feel into my heart and connect with the entity of this podcast, I get a similar flavor to what's come to be part of, I guess you could call it my mission statement. And that is to guide you back to your inherent magic and to remembering who the fuck you are. I trust that my transmission and the stories I bring to you will be medicine for your soul. I would love this to be a platform where I can bring you knowledge and tools and magic that you may otherwise not receive. I wanna amplify the voices that speak from their hearts, the heart-centered leaders that are forging a new way. And I really think it's potent when we share our journeys, when we share where we're at and so I bring to you some of my learnings, or more my unlearnings. And it's so obvious to me that this is part of why I'm here. This has been a long time coming, and I'm sure there's a bunch of my friends who are not surprised at all that I'm doing this. And the last pretty big part of why I'm doing this, and speaking to what I am, is Ultimately to shatter paradigms, to destroy the fabric of what was and lead us into what's to be, to what already is. I desire to co-create this new world with you all and show a new way of being, bringing back the ancient ways and the knowledge and the wisdom to our everyday with ritual and awareness i want this to be a safe space where if anyone feels alone on this journey they can come here and feel a little less so but i really want you to see that you are never alone and i know that it can sometimes feel that way but just remember every single one of your ancestors that ever lived and died For you to be here, right now, in this very moment. I want for each and every one of you to evoke a deeper sense of self, of knowing, and to be a catalyst for that remembering. I want to thank you for receiving that. It is a really high value of mine to imprint that in this space. What I would really like to presence is how beautiful growth is. Even when it may come from hard times, from trauma, from hitting rock bottom, I always find that there seems to be this underlying beauty in the suffering that can be the human condition. Life gives us these opportunities to grow, to change, to transmute these beliefs and patterns of behavior, to choose a new way of being, to level up, and to change the stories we've been allowing ourselves to play out. It's pretty fucking epic, really. So I really just wanted to take this moment and remind you that you're such a powerful creator. You are so full of magic and inspiration, but when your soul speaks, you have to listen. You're the master, the center of your universe. I want you to feel that, be that, and then take action from that place. You're a divine sorcerer, an infinite multi-dimensional being, connected to divinity in every moment. Whatever you desire, my love, it's already yours. I want to guide you back, back to this very knowing. I feel like it's time now to stop doubting ourselves to stop allowing that logic allowing the reasoning mind to be the loudest voice at the party you know the one it talks us out of all of the things that we know so deeply are for us this is how it has to be now this is how we change the world from our hearts from our souls the future is love If we want a quantum leap, we have to surrender and allow the magic to guide us. The way we've been living, let me ask you, is it working for you? We have to start honoring our intuition, our innate knowing, and strengthen that connection every chance we get. No more playing small. It's time now to step up, to step in, and choose. We can either expand or contract. Do you choose to truly live? Because if you're not living, you're dying. It's time to come from this deep space within us from our true essence of who we really are and of what we really are. Speaking of truth, what I know to be true in my heart of hearts is that this podcast, at some point, will contain a little nugget of gold that will change your life. If you feel resistance in your body, If you feel triggered by something that's discussed here, amazing. This can show us the places where there is so much potential for growth and expansion. So I'm going to get real here because that's the point, right? My personal journey has been one of some intense anxiety. Fear of being seen massive fear of rejection of not being good enough I have felt so misunderstood and unseen in the past and like nobody truly knew who the fuck I was but yet when I had the opportunity to speak up to own my truth to show myself I was paralyzed in fear I have struggled immensely with pushing through this fear pushing through the resistance and expanding my edge, even though it's completely irrational. And this is really why I speak to what I do, because I can really speak from a place that's on the other side. Fear doesn't feel good. It doesn't flow. It's contracting, and so therefore it's an unnatural state. Fear is a learned response. It's a reaction to stimulus we're experiencing and it's a pattern of behavior based on past thoughts, feelings, and memories. When we conquer our fears, our whole life changes. When we conquer fear, we expand. Fear stops us from action Inaction is stagnation. Stagnation of energy, stagnation of flow, stagnation of movement. What happens to water when it's been still for too long? It stagnates. It goes bad. How much of us as human beings consist of water and energy? Here's the thing though. That fear, that feeling never really goes away and that's something I've had to learn. It might get quieter and we can get a hell of a lot better at matching it and moving past it, you know, not letting it take over. But every edge has another edge. There's just bigger, scarier things to master. That's the whole fucking point of being alive though. Feeling makes us know that we're alive. We can learn to use fear to our advantage as a signpost to where growth can occur. We can lean into it because we begin to see and understand that on the other side is so much opportunity for expansion in exactly the ways we need for our highest good and expression of self. And, you know, this ebbs and flows. There's times where I am so in my power and outspoken and passionate. And then there's the odd odd times where I go back to that little girl who's unable to speak up. I am really proud to say that this happens less and less because I've done the work. And this year, it's February of 2021. So I'm not far in. But so far, it has been beyond anything I have ever experienced in my life when it comes to integrating and magic and embodiment and quantum leaps. There's a lot to, as to why this is happening, and I'll probably go into that in another episode. But if you don't already know, I think i said this in a past episode, but I coined this year, 2021, As my year of uncomfortability. That's a big declaration. I've been warned off doing that by many a person. But it's too late. The moment it came to my head. Came to my being. It was already so. And it's definitely showing up to be that. And I am so so excited and curious as to who I will be by the end of this year. I was thinking today about where this stems from, this inability to speak, this, you know, fear of being seen. At what point in my life did I lose my voice? When and why did I revert back to this timid little girl who was afraid to speak her truth? I mean, I get it in theory. And I definitely feel and understand that it's a culmination of many events. Some seemingly, seemingly insignificant and some maybe more significant. You know, something might happen that shifts something within me, makes me question myself. It seeds doubt. Someone may make a comment that throws me off or makes me shrink, makes me self-conscious. And each time that happens, I shrink a little bit more. And it's like I put myself in a bit smaller of a box. And then it happens again and again and again, till I'm tiny as spark and at some point, this becomes crippling. So, that's, that's not my story anymore. No more being small. I choose to be strong and powerful and truthful and bold and brave and have boundaries and stand up for myself. Even if someone might not like me or think I'm a bitch because of it. The way I see it, is being truthful is kind. Being honest is kind. Calling someone out when they're deep in their shit can be kind. It may not be received that way but that doesn't negate the power of coming from truth with love. Don't get me wrong, not saying to be an asshole. There's still a way that you can go about these things But when you are coming from love, that's kind. Something that's really and truly landed into my being about self-doubt or being self-conscious is that honestly, most other people are thinking and feeling the same way. Most other people are too preoccupied themselves with the same absurd thoughts filtering, criticizing, and judging themselves to be judging anyone else. A really beautiful way to reframe life is to play the mirror game. The concept that all things we see in others, we can only recognize because they are also within us. So the fact that we can be so concerned with others judging us maybe means we're judging ourselves and I know that that was the case for me in most scenarios and I'm sure we can all concur that at times we are totally our harshest critics. One thing I now get to experience is that when we're in the right spaces, the right circles of friends and communities with like minds and Hearts and visions that judgment can fall away because there's this understanding that we're all human and imperfect we're all reflections of one another and so long as I know myself enough and can stand in my truth really what else matters integrity and truth It won't matter anymore what others might think or say, or probably won't, because I speak what's in my heart. When we minimise our story, our feelings or our experiences, we minimise the message and the impact, and that's such an injustice. I really believe that anxiety and fear is a symptom that stems from a disconnect with soul if you've done the work to know yourself and you're strong in your beliefs and wholeheartedly live your life from your truth it doesn't matter what anyone else outside of yourself might think shit doesn't have to resonate with everyone as long as you know your truth and stand in it. Those that it doesn't resonate with can be, and those that it does resonate with will come. If we don't share our truth though, how can others find us? If we don't shine our lights, how can others find us? We're in a time where it is absolutely imperative that we are stepping into our power and anything we can do to cultivate that deeper relationship through self-inquiry is so needed in this world. For those who are not on this deep path of self-mastery and all that comes with that, it's gonna happen anyway. But I do believe it's gonna be a hell of a lot smoother of a ride and transition those who have already unpacked some of their shit. One thing that I feel is so important is surrounding ourselves with people that see us and can meet us and hold us where we are. For so long I was surrounded by a community that just wasn't able to do this. And don't get me wrong. I love and adore the people that my life was revolving around in that time. I still do. They're still around. I respect them and I appreciate them and I'm so grateful for their presence. But the fact is, the humans that I did spend most of my time with and connected with the most, we just simply spoke a different language. And there were times that this was really hard for me because I felt like I wasn't really able to fully show up in my truth and my passion. It wasn't something that was overly heavy. I didn't have to really censor myself, but I just couldn't really speak about the things that lit me up or what I was journeying through because when I did, It wasn't really received. What I've realized is that there's always going to be people ahead of us and people behind us and people alongside of us. Some people are going to be following us on our journey and learning from us and there's going to be some people that we look to that we may follow and we may learn from. And then there's the rest of them. And we're all holding hands on this journey together. But we are all on our own journeys, right? So when we're all authentic and can speak to where we're truly at and who we are, something kind of magical happens. It's so powerful to share because people can relate. By seeing and understanding who we are, We give them the ability to resonate with us and our messages and our journey. There's realizations in that. And you know, honestly, they're universal. They're collective realizations that we're having right now. Like, especially now. The messages within the united collective that are coming through have been bloody epic it's honestly been mind-blowing the messages that seem to be the loudest are those that talk of claiming back our power being sovereign understanding our inherent birthrights understanding how and why we operate the way we do and how to transform that relating back to the social conditioning and the programming that's been running so deeply for so long. The generational trauma that unites us. We're dealing with lifetimes of shit that we've collectively been through. It's just been this ongoing repetition of messages and that's how you know that there is so much more to this. We are all connected. We really are all in this together. And the more division we enable and allow and encourage, the further we go away from achieving what we really want. Love, connection, peace. We're birthing this new paradigm where these conversations are normalized. These are everyday conversations. And I now live in existence where that is reality. But I'm also very aware that there are people in my life that won't be having these conversations yet. But the potential of that changing is so tangible and that is so fucking exciting to me. We as a universe, as a collective, are going through these cosmic experiences and you just have to look through history to all the religions and everything ties together we've already seen the apocalypse which is what quote unquote the end of the world as we know it we've seen that many times over the world we live in right now is not the same as a year ago and it won't be the same in a year's time That's just the reality. It's us who get to choose though, what reality we wanna create. But that takes accountability and radical self-responsibility. Things are seeded into our reality and when we become conscious of it and can see through the veil that's barely even there anymore, through the programming The world opens up. The possibilities are endless. We watch this sci-fi shit on TV and I'm sorry, but that is not all made up. Call me crazy. I'll own it. I think I'm quoting Stephen King who says, fiction is the truth inside the lie. Everything comes from somewhere. Newsflash, if you didn't know, there are stargates on this earth. Just let that land. What do you feel when you hear that? There are absolutely things in the sky and anyone who spends enough time looking up knows it. Getting a bit controversial here but it's my truth. We are in a state of amnesia as a people but that amnesia is lifting. You just have to look around. More and more and more people each day are starting to question this reality that we find ourselves in. We're in this time now where we aren't going back to sleep. We're not going back to the old ways. Every single one of us chose this lifetime, chose to be here in this exact moment for a reason. Doesn't that excite you? or at least make you deeply curious. There's so much in our favor, energetically, physically, psychologically, and physiologically. What a time to be alive. The way we are doing things now is going to change the fucking world. But it starts with you and us as individuals taking back our power. Why would we settle for good enough when we can create whatever the fuck we want? I trust that things seated in this podcast will shake you out of your complacency, catapult you into your passion and knowing that there is a better way to do this. We are not meant to be living in a way that we spend 40 plus hours a week trading our time for money, working for someone else. We're here to create and to live. I don't know about you, but that's been one of the most pivotal things that has propelled me on this journey. I have had trouble my entire life working within the system. I want to do things that light me up and that I'm gonna make a fuck ton of money doing them. I'm calling in abundance on all levels of my life and everything that I'm doing now does light the fire within my womb. It raises my frequency to that of abundance, of joy, of love. I get to have epic conversations with people I love and adore. People that jar me out of my complacency, because I'm still human, we can always grow and expand our minds, our hearts, and our capacity to receive, our capacity to be. Having these conversations activates something within me. It gives me a purpose. And I'm choosing to not allow mediocrity in my life anymore. I don't have the time or energy for that. There's a lot of resistance that has come up for me recording, especially this episode, but I've come so far and worked so hard to push through that, that now it's just a cool story. It's not my story anymore. I don't accept that to be my story anymore. And you get to do that too. You get to choose what you accept. You get to choose who you are and who you want to be. But you got to step up and take action and get really real with yourself. We all have tendencies to self sabotage and we stay in our comfort zones because it's easy. And I was definitely, without a doubt, guilty of this in the past. I used the whole, well, if it makes me feel some kind of way, then it's clearly not meant for me. Bullshit. Avoidance. I stayed in my comfort zone, did all this self-development and spiritual work constantly, and didn't really get far. Because at the end of the day, I wouldn't push through the uncomfortability. I didn't integrate the learnings. And honestly, it only takes one time. One time for you to truly face that fucking fear and your screaming mind saying, stop, don't do it, you'll die, and just do it. It isn't that it gets easier, but you get better at mastering it. And then the next time, it's quieter and quieter. And then you expand and there's a whole new challenge but that's not the point here now you have all these tools and processes and patterns like literal brain pathways that you've created through repetition and you still feel it but now you can sit with it acknowledge it and say oh cool and do it anyway do you really think that all public speakers and performers just ready to go at all times without any hesitation ever because I can guarantee you that's not the case we have to be accountable we have to be accountable for ourselves and you know what that isn't always easy we are not conditioned that way we're conditioned to be the victim We're conditioned to see life as happening to us, not through us or for us. We're conditioned to blame others and give our power away. I want to quote Leah Steele here because when I heard her say this, it fully resonated. So she said, our free will and our sovereignty is the biggest gift that we've been given. And yet as a collective, We continuously surrender it to things outside of ourselves. We continue to seek external validation. We continue to seek externally for the power source to charge our internal battery when the truth is that we have all the answers inside of us. Just sit with that for a moment. Actually, I'm going to read that again. Our free will and our sovereignty is the biggest gift that we've been given. And yet as a collective, we continuously surrender it to things outside of ourselves. We continue to seek external validation. We continue to seek externally for the power source to charge our internal battery. When the truth is that we have all the answers inside of us. I get it. It's rough at times to Face the guilt and the shame and the shit and transcend it to repattern our neural normal. Our minds work a certain way, right? They look for evidence to confirm our beliefs. Beliefs aren't formed because of evidence, by the way. I know that's generally how we might think of it. But we see something happen a few times and then we create the belief that it usually happens that way, right? No. Actually the belief comes first because you're powerful and then we find and create the proof of it we need the tools to do this work and that shit isn't taught at schools not yet anyway that's why there's tools and modalities like nlp and emotional clearing and all of the quantums for me personally this is where the spiral came in to help me on this path And soon I get to share the magic with some of you, hopefully. To go into that in a little more detail, I think Paisley and I briefly touched on it in episode three. But since we're peeking into the behind the scenes of my life, I'll share with you something big I'm doing in May. I'll be going through spiral practitioner training so that I can take others through the life changing journey that is the spiral. I'm super passionate about this because of my own journey through it. And I would never promote or study or offer anything just for the sake of offering it. It's not in my nature and if I didn't believe and if I didn't believe and fully back what was on offer, 600%, there's no way I'd put my name or my face to it. So I didn't take this decision lightly. <clears throat> But I am so excited to offer this soon and go on a journey and watch others unravel in all the juicy ways coming back to their essence and their truth before the world told them who they should be. Before the the world told you who you should be. It's a pretty synchronistic story of how I came to finally say yes and enroll into the training. So I'll share that with you too, because at this point in my life, my life is a big synchronicity. (laughs) If you do follow me on social media, you'll already know that the spiral was flat out fucking with me on a daily basis for weeks around this time. I would go into a cafe and be sitting there, and the next minute, a woman with a dress that had spirals all over it would walk in. Or I would open my email and there'd be a completely non-related email with a picture of a spiral. Or I picked up a book that I never read that I bought like three years ago and I flip it open to a page that has a spiral. It was undoubtedly a level of initiation. I was sort of on the fence about the investment, honestly. I knew I had some money shit to work with and clear before I could be a fuck yes. I was also also contemplating a few other paths of studying and I was so confused and I just couldn't figure out what to do. So I did what I do for most things in life these days, which is sometimes slip a coin. If you've known me for long enough, I still do that sometimes, but much more rarely. I went into a meditation to try and stop logically trying to decide something that I felt would change the course of my life. So my confused mind sat down with a cup of cacao and I set some intentions and went into a deep meditation and I asked a really simple question. What is the thing I need to invest in for my highest good right now? And I got an immediate answer of the spiral and that was that decision made. I organized a book in and cleared the money block and boom. Now I'm telling you this story. Not that it's without hiccups because I actually was meant to have been and done training already in Byron Bay last week. But the state of the world and travelling wasn't feeling like the best thing for me. So I postponed it till May and I feel a lot better in this decision. One thing I really just cannot recommend enough is listening and acting. When you receive this kind of guidance... That has been one of the things that has made my connection, my intuition, and my ability to align so much more potent. If you don't already know, you're probably wondering what the hell the spiral actually is. So I just wanted to speak to that a little bit. So the spiral is a modality that brings together some of the most powerful tools and theories and practices that enable us to reach deep into our psyche and pull out moments where we installed a belief system or attached a feeling to a word or two words to each other. And it uses things like kinesiology, the Chinese meridian system, five elements and NLP to access and repattern these events and memories that we otherwise might not have access to. Most of our stories and beliefs are created and cemented before the age of seven years old, which is fucking nuts. So we pick up all the things from family, teachers and anyone who's close to us with no real choice. Most of our reactions as adults are ways our inner child acts out or behaves because of an association to whatever situation may be playing out. It's often less about the situation at hand and much more about the memories it invokes in us. So what this journey does is takes us through the 22 key emotions that can cause us the most grief or pain like shame, dogma, guilt, anxiety, trust. Already super potent, right? Just re beliefs around these things. Things that I find personally are the biggest blocks and things that hold us back. Using the tools I gained from the spiral has nowhere to of a lie been a game changer. I have had more growth and deep understanding and change in the last 12 months than I did in my previous 10 years on this healing spiritual journey. I've cleared money blocks limiting beliefs, relationship stories. Like it's, 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 it's powerful. So I'll just put it out there. If any of what I'm saying resonates or sounds intriguing to you, please reach out. And I would be so happy to chat more in detail about this. Um, sneaky self promo. Cause obviously um, I will be offering the first couple of people to book in with me an intro offer discount. So get in touch to stay updated. The last thing I want to add to this is about my spiral journey that I'll take, be taking you on. It will be full of ritual and magic, just the way that I, that I live my life, which I'm sure you probably expect by now, and it'll have heaps of bonus content calls, so even if you've been through the spiral before, you can still go through it again, and my offering will be really different and so much fun. I want to impart as much magic and knowledge as I can into the journey and we'll also be journeying with the elements. So I can't wait to bring this forward to the world. On that note, here's a question. Have you ever thought about how this whole industry of coaching and intuitive businesses and self-mastery is taking off so intensely? This entire realm of business is taking off. There are so many coaches and mentors and programs and ways to do this. Just find what's right for you. But just find it. Honestly, everyone that I resonate with, that I can feel their essence in their work, they're making a lot of money doing this. So just to dissolve this idea that it's a saturated market or there's too many people doing it so I can't, I just don't buy it here's why if you and I are saying the same thing we have different energy it's a different way to express it one person could hear what I have to say and be a fuck yes I have to work with you and another could hear the exact same thing and it not land at all or not impact them whatsoever but then they find you and your work and you're saying the same thing in your own way and they are like fuck yes that makes so much sense to me and then they want to work with you so don't believe this bullshit about you having to be unique and different you just have to be you you are unique when you're in your truth and you're channeling your essence from your heart and you've built that connection to source, whatever you create from that space is going to be just the thing you're meant to create. It's the self-doubt and perfectionism that ruin it. Hmm. When I learned to let go of my perfectionist and to let go of what other people might think, it was an eye-opener, let me tell you. This podcast wouldn't be here if I didn't do that if I didn't let go and surrender the ways and habits in which kept me small became so clear to me and I don't want anyone to ever think that I speak about this work lightly it's all very simple concepts but it can take years it has taken me years I think we are getting a lot better at moving through things and now integrating them but I missed the whole integration phase for many many years and that's why I did an episode on integration and it will be a repeating thing it will continue to come up because it is such a pivotal part of our journey we're all on the same journey but different a journey to come back to ourselves come back to each other ...and realise what we are. We are made of stars. We are the universe looking back at itself. We are a way for the cosmos to experience itself. We are gods in our own right once we surrender to it. We have the ability to be superhuman. If anyone ever says surrender is an easy game... Please send them to me, because I would really love to know their secret. Surrender, at least for me, has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to really learn. And it's a choice in every moment. When we start to own our choices and to decide, something starts to shift. There is so much power in choice. We really do get to choose our actions and our words and our thoughts and feelings, who we have around us. We're responsible for our lives and how it looks and how it makes us feel and how we feel. But it's not about not feeling the stuff that we might, may find heavier. It's about feeling the full spectrum of this human existence. And allowing it and surrendering to it and for it to be okay. There is no good and bad. There's just perception. Like I said earlier, we're all human. Life happens. But it's about not letting that shit derail you anymore. Not letting it take over. It's about being comfortable in the uncomfortability emotions are e energy in motion. Not feeling them gets them stuck in your body. We're made to feel through life. Vulnerability is something many of us struggle with but it's also so important because vulnerability is truth. It allows people to feel you and that can be scary. Just feel into a time though where it felt vulnerable to share what was in your heart. It could be um, a time where you felt you couldn't speak up because your beliefs were telling you that someone else was better than you or more knowledgeable or maybe you felt like you weren't skilled enough to participate in something. When we choose not to share ourselves, our hearts, and our vulnerabilities, other people can feel that. Just like we feel the wind but can't see it. We know it's there. So not only are we doing ourselves a disservice by not being open and allowing what's present for us, we're also creating this tension for the other person or people that we're relating with. And what effect does that have on them? What pattern of behavior may that trigger in them? I know for me, being a pretty intuitive being, there has definitely been times where a partner or friend has chosen not to voice something, but I can feel that it's there. So when we withhold our vulnerabilities, we don't often think about what effect this has on those close to us. Or those that we're, we're uh, withholding it from. You know, just a reminder: there is no judgment in love. Love is trust. Love is not worry or concern. Owning our vulnerabilities takes our power, takes their power away. Voicing something that we're scared of or concerned about. It allows us to acknowledge it and feel it, accept it, and appreciate it. Because here's the thing. At some point, that belief or that feeling was there to protect you, to keep you alive. But moving past it becomes a habit and then it becomes your new way of being. Being vulnerable in relating also allows such a deeper connection it shows that we can be held and loved exactly where we're at instead of putting on a mask and being loved for what we're not something to come back to a really simple idea where could you love just a little harder Let's join this revolution of living from our hearts, speaking from our hearts to the hearts of others. Fun fact, did you know that our hearts are actually organs of perception? When we think perception, I doubt our focus goes to our hearts as the space where it comes from, right? But let me put this to you. Rather than using this logic that we've probably all been taught, Let's just drop in and feel into our hearts a little more. Let's normalize and champion heart-centered living. I have a couple of guests coming on who embody this very thing and I'm so excited for those conversations to be shared. And disclaimer, my aim is to absolutely invoke some tears and bust open a few more hearts with that. Our hearts have this magnetic field That affects the field of another, which in turn energetically affects our environment, whether or not we're conscious of it. Our heart fields can be detected up to 8 to 10 feet away from our bodies. So, like, let's be intentional with this energy. Brains are dope, but the heart, guys. Joseph Chilton Pierce, he's the author of The Biology of Transcendence, calls the heart, the major biological apparatus within us and the seat of our greatest intelligence. Mic drop much? (laughs) When I ask you the question, where is your consciousness based in your body? Where do you go to? Your head, your mind, or your heart? This is something we can learn to navigate more and much better. If we were to ask the same question to indigenous ancestors they would have responded by pointing to their hearts they understood the ability to decipher information through their heart field and run perception through the filter of the heart rather than logic there are severe limitations placed on everything when we're living in a manner that relies predominantly on the mind as we're starting to get into with with some of the things I've already mentioned today. They lived beyond the thoughts in their minds. They used the heart as a way to connect with the energy of other organisms, humans, animals, plants, and Mother Earth herself. Bioenergetics is fucking fascinating. When we relate this way by breathing in the meaning of another organism using their heart field, it's less obvious to the untrained person. But there are definite energetic shifts that occur within, whether that be subtle or more major. It's silent, heart-based, invisible communication. And I know that at some point, There's been a moment where you've done this and you can relate. Another point I feel is worth noting is that most of us are under the impression that the heart responds to brain signals, right? Well, the truth is that the heart actually sends more orders to the brain via neural signals than the other way around. Thus, the heart-brain connection I don't want to go too much more into this, but it's something that's really interesting when it comes to our biology and the way we behave. Essentially, we're in a state of stress. Our hearts are sending these messages to the brain. Hence, we usually have an impaired ability to think straight or make decisions. And when we're happy, our hearts can send stable patterns and messages, therefore resulting in calm, even thought processes. Each one of us is connected to the entire universe and, as such, can access all the information within it at any given moment. When we get quiet and access what we hold in our hearts, we are literally connecting to the limitless supply and wisdom of the universe. Thereby enabling what we perceive as miracles to enter our lives. When we align ourselves with loving thoughts, anxiety and worry can start to fade away. Because we're coming from a place of love. Love for all. Decisions that may have bothered us and preoccupied us without resolution in the past can become clearer and easier to navigate. If each one of us activated the power within our hearts, wow, like the world would look like a different place. Imagine if we just interjected love into capitalism and all of the seemingly toxic structures in place. When we consciously bring love into our being and surround ourselves with the energy of love and acceptance, our lives and the world become more purposeful, more powerful and can be a lot easier to go through. Love connects us to one another. It's this invisible thread that links every heart together. On that note, I want to end with something really beautiful I'd like to share with you that I recently heard. Coined by James Hillman, and it's the word notitia, which means the attentive noticing of the soul. I love that so much, and it felt really fitting to share that with you. So, I hope you felt my heart and soul in this episode. I really just want you to be able to feel where I'm at, where I've been, and where we're all going. We are so ready to quantum leap up in this bitch, and we are going to see so much change in our lifetimes. The quicker we step up, the easier it's going to be for others to follow. Sending you love and abundance and I will speak to you real soon. My babes, it's me again. I realised that I didn't actually answer my own question that I ask at the end of every episode of what am I currently manifesting and how. So I did just want to jump in and share that with you. So at the moment I... I'm manifesting abundance, and under that umbrella, there's three specific areas that I'm focused on, and that is financial, love, and time. I am opening channels and creating a life where money is flowing to me, and I'm already seeing The um, tangible effect of what I'm doing here, and that's why I mention money mindset and wealth consciousness quite often because this shit works. In regards to love, I have had such a deep initiation into my heart this past week, and I really feel that it's time for me to be open to relating um, in a close proximity to another human and I am actually just this ball of love just this unconditional light within me that just is beaming out and I haven't been in that space consistently for many years and so as scary as it is to invite someone in to my heart, I deeply feel that it's, it's time for that to come to be. And time. I said something along the lines of this to a friend last night um, that because people are continuously saying like, I'm so busy and I don't feel busy. I don't feel busy because I'm doing all of the things that I love and that light me up and that have so much meaning for me. I don't consider myself time poor. But what I do deeply want to do is redistribute my time allocation to commit more of it to these things that um, are my passions and that allow me to really be in flow and be in my truth. Because when the majority of my time is spent half-assing life doing things that I don't particularly want to do, I believe that there's beauty in that and it's the awareness of it. And being hyper-aware of it has allowed me to really hone in on what I want to do and what my message is and how I want to do it. So the way I'm doing this is I journal every single day, pretty much, sometimes I forget, but pretty much every single day I'm journaling. I'm deeply ritualistic in my days and connecting to myself and my heart and my truth and I live with integrity to that and I devote my time, energy and money to creating these things. that's a wrap my loves thank you so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed this episode stick with me for more epic chats to remind you that you are powerful as fuck and have the capacity to create everything you desire so to continue quantum leaping into your evolution with me stay focused stay magical and tune in next week